Welcome to the Black Delegates Podcast. Today's date is June the 11th, 2018. Uh, Paul and G are both missing in action. Paul serving his country. Happened to be a G7 summit. He disappears. Y'all know how it is. He got to protect Trump over in uh, Korea, <laughs> uh, wherever he had in Singapore, to make sure, you know, our, our, our man come back home. Or y'all's man come back home. Uh, so, uh, in their stead, uh, we have a guest this week. We got yes, a special guest. Got a guest. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and by the way, G is bust back down to a guest. He has missed three episodes in a row. He must start over. So, uh, Jonathan, you can you can beat him to the punch, man. If you wanted to be on the show three <laughs> times in a row, you might be a permanent permanent co-host. Yo, G, so this G is might be from... serving the country with uh Paul, man. He, no, he might uh, he might have got recruited. I, I don't think so. I don't I don't see it. He's he's uh. You know, Paul, he he on his. He'd be like, you know, I'll be gone at eighteen hundred hours. I'll be back <laughs> at twenty twenty hour twenty hundred hours and he on time. So uh, you know, you know he in the service. But yeah, uh, so we got Jonathan from the Taste Test Podcast. Hey Jonathan, hey, hey. how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm glad it's an honor to be on here. Uh yeah, I'm just glad to be here. Good, good. Uh representing here for Taste Test Podcast. Yeah. Alright. And we got the usuals. You got a ghetto phenom. What's good, man? What's good, man? What's good? Happy to be here another week. Appreciate young Jonathan for joining. I know he is a routine listener. Uh, we work together. He always comes up to me, you know, and talks about new things that he heard on the podcast. Like this last week he accosted me about Nas about me saying oh. that ill man. Oh yeah, that was oh that man, that was trash. And I thought he was gonna swing on me or something. So uh, you know, appreciate you for finally joining us on the show, man. Bro. And also the Black Ryan, the host. Yep, the Black Ryan. That's me. I was gonna say my name. I didn't forget, but uh, <laughs> but appreciate you for reminding me. Um, so let's see. This could be either the best episode we've ever had or the worst episodes we ever had. <laughs> but you won't know until the end. So uh, let us know in the comments. All right. So let's start off uh, this week in blackness, y'all. Uh, what's been uh, what's been going on with you? Let's uh, let's go guess first. Jonathan, you know how the this week in blackness works since you're an avid listener, so I won't have to give you any kind of training wheels. You're just going to hop right on it like you, you know, already a part of the show, because you might be. All right. Uh, well, I'm just going to splash right into it. My week in blackness, um, it was, I don't know, I can't say it was black, black, but it was, it was black. I, <laughs> I just... A little light skin? Hold <laughs> on, what? <laughs> it, it could be a little light skin. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say to that, but I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna play the colorism game, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. I ended up recording uh, my podcast. Uh, we had a special guest come on. Uh, she was a guest artist, actually, hailing uh, from uh, Kansas City, so that was really nice. She was our third guest nice. that we had on so far, and we only what I think ten episodes in, so that was that was nice to have on. So gonna be editing that stuff this this week and all that but um also uh me i know ish he kind of detailed me and his epic uh horse horse wars oh that was you <laughs> i was gonna yeah this, that uh, yeah i would let the cat out the bag I already beat him 
already beat him this past week or whatever. He, he, he oh. Yeah, and then he squeaked one out uh, towards the end of the, uh, last week as well against me. But, you know, it's all good. Yeah. I let him win so, so the, he get his confidence back up. But I'm a crush. The, the title is back in the rifle. Nah, you was a paper nah, champion. Nah. I let you get that one victory. Nah. But I think I'm, what, 3-1, and 4-1? Come nah, on, man. Nah, you. You should have you should have made this dude come back when you won though, man. You shouldn't even let him on the show. Nah, see, see the thing is, man, uh, he this dude be doing the weirdest the weirdest stuff, man. Like <laughs> <laughs> horse, this man be picking the weirdest stuff. Like he literally like put the ball, cut the ball like between his neck and his head, and then want to jump. And knowing like I'm short, so like I'm like, dude, you know I can't really do that, but. Are you are you dunking you dunking yes. with your neck ish? Is that what he's saying? No, I'm not dunking. Yeah, I'm laying it up. I'm laying it up. Hey. Uh, are you <laughs> Hey, what what did I tell you? What did so, I tell you when I told the story? I said his garage jumper's nice, man. See, I gotta give him his props. His garage jumper is better than mine. But uh, So you gotta be creative. But I will, I gotta will be creative. Too, he finally, his jumper finally came alive when my like I went cold, man. Steph Curry in his past finals or whatever, he was cold for like, <laughs> like he just caught me on a bad, you know, bad day. My jumper was cold, but that that won't happen too often, especially when I be hitting my corner, my uh, corner threes and stuff. He, like <laughs> that's my go-to, and then I have some other All trick right. shots I be doing, one-handed, right. left-handed, right. right-handed. He can't mess with me, but we gonna see. Yeah, we got a chance. Black- I'm, 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 I'm about to come down and record that. Me and uh, Ish, our uh, horse wars in our uh, work garage has continued and recording for my uh, podcast. Tech Tech Podcast, by the way. Want to go check that out. Uh, Ishmael, your week in blackness. My week in blackness, you know, going into yesterday, usually we record on Sundays. And so going into yesterday, I really didn't know what I was going to talk about. Like, there really wasn't any standout events, you know, whether it was black or whether it was just regularly interesting. And then last night, you know, we decided to postpone the podcast today. So I'm like, let me get out the house. Let me go hit some golf balls. You know, I'll let y'all know I like to golf. I'm not that great, but I enjoy doing it. There's a driving range by my house so went ahead got my clubs drove over to the driving range now y'all know that golf etiquette is a little bit different where golf is kind of known as a little stuck up sport a little stuffy a lot of white folks and um but the driving range is different it's, it's more casual you go up there i went in some hooping shorts and t-shirt and people drink beer or whatever so it's it's not the same as a golf course, but there's still usually a certain level of etiquette that's there. Now, when I got there last night, I noticed there was some, some young brothers that were out there. They're probably about your age, Jonathan, early 20s. And, you know, I'm like, cool, cool, what's up? You know, I tried to get ahead now, but, you know, it's, it's St. Louis, so they just kind of kept going about their business. Oh, I wasn't tripping off of it. Got my, my balls, and all of a sudden, I'm noticing, like, these brothers are just, like, hella loud. I'm talking about, like, it's one dude 
that every time he hitting the ball, he just yelling like, whoa, go, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it, it's like three of them. And I didn't even notice because at first they just hitting and, you know, people hitting talk or whatever. So you don't really trip. But it's like what happened is so there was this young Caucasian lady that came over, and I guess she was dating one of the dudes. So as soon as she appeared, you know, they turned up a notch. And then there was two Asian ladies that came, I guess, that were with the other dudes or maybe friends of the girl that was with the one dude. And it was like whenever these young ladies came around, I mean, they just turned up to a whole nother level. So, I mean, I'm trying to be there and have a little peaceful time at the range, and I'm talking about they just yelling and cussing and dancing, and I'm just like, come on. Like, I try not to be that dude where you, you know, I mean, black people, we're just generally more expressive. So I try not to fault people for being happy or being even loud, but it was just it was just on a whole nother level. Like I said, they yelling and cussing and dancing and, you know, just everything. So that was kind of that was kind of strike one. Like I said, I was trying to go there just to blow off some steam anyway, and then that happened. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm like, you know what? You're blowing off some steam because I'm gonna you. go. <laughs> oh man, please! I could. Again, who who is the defending champion right now, Young Jonathan? You got your one win. I, I see he drawn me back into it. So if you to go to the dart game, I'm like. 23 and 3 against you. If you go to horse, I'm like 4 and 1. If you go to Jenga, you 0 and 1. Come on, man. So, anyway, so after I left the uh, driving range, I said, I'm going to go get me some Ted Drews. Ted Drews is known in St. Louis, frozen custard, big deal, whoop de whoop. So, I'm giving my Ted Drews, right? And Ted Drews, a lot of Caucasian people like Ted Drews, and black people too, but mostly Caucasian people there. So I'm ordering my Ted Drews, and this couple is right next to me, and they got a dog. It's actually a pretty big dog. But I'm not studying off the dog. I'm seeing white people with dogs all the time. So I place my order, and all of a sudden, the dog just gives me this big bark, like, um, you know, excuse me. And for whatever reason, like I was startled, but I didn't really jump. Like, for whatever reason, when this dog made a, it was a real loud bark. It was like an angry, like, hey. And for whatever reason, my reaction was to, like, look at the dog and ball my fist. Like, I wish you would. <laughs> so, ah, black people, yeah. Right. I turned to look at the dog like, what? The dog is racist. <laughs> and then the dog barks again like, what? So then I look up at the owner, and the owner like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So the owner, you know, pulls the dog back. And so now the owner's standing back at the line, and his lady, you know, is doing the ordering or whatever. And But I'm just like, why is that? Why, first of all, why I got this dog out here right up in line? And I, and I did hear the man told the lady, oh, just get him a doggy cup. So I guess the, the dog got some Ted Drews, too. So. Yo, have y'all ever given y'all dog some ice cream? I don't have a dog. I never had a dog. My mom wouldn't let us have one when we was growing up, so I just never got one. <laughs> oh, for real. I've had I've had plenty of dogs. They ain't never been in the house. They ain't never <laughs> they ain't never ate no nothing but scraps. Oh, wow. <laughs> and they for sure ain't finna get no doggy oh, okay. I just want to throw that out there. Go ahead. I got no Yeah, I on. guess I guess yeah. that's a that's the thing at Ted Drews. I guess they have like doggy cups of ice cream or 
frozen custard. I didn't know that. So ridiculous. Yep that that was really my week in blackness. I don't even know how because it's both like hella white because it's golfing again and it's Ted Drews, but right. at the same time, there's a lot of blackness that was infiltrating that whiteness. And I guess <laughs> I guess it's good because the stories we got this week is the opposite. Yeah. But we'll get to there when we get to there. So what about you, Ryan? How about your week in blackness? You had a, you had a real interesting, busy story last week, so I'm guessing yeah, this won't, week won't matter. It won't be the same. Yeah, it won't be the same this week. Uh, I didn't know what I was going to talk about, and then I just thought about it uh, just now. But let's talk about G. <laughs> I knew that was coming, too. Y'all remember G put me on blast <laughs> because we were a couple minutes late. Uh, recording the podcast and he said how come black people can never be on time blah 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 this brother at 7.52pm yesterday uh, Ishmael sends the message in the group chat and he says are y'all ready could y'all start closer to 8.30 you know so we can record because Paul's not here so we can record a little bit later and what does G respond back (laughs) saying he says I'm on the road coming back from New Orleans because I was like, hey, if you want to postpone it, you know, it's cool if you're busy, blah, blah, blah. This dude says he's coming back from New Orleans. And Ishmael said, thanks for the heads up. So I just want to shout out G. Ever since that dude called me out on the podcast, telling me that I'm the one that's late and I can't never stop. We can't do nothing on time, blah, blah, blah. This dude ain't been on no show. <laughs> it's, been, it's three shows in a row. He just at the last second be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm out of town. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can't make it tonight. We're like, you know. That's the blackest thing to happen to us this week. That is the we blackest. Had this, we could have had it recorded yesterday. We would have been good to go. But, uh, you know, you know, black people don't RSVP. <laughs> and apparently they don't do it for podcasts either. So like, that was hey, my weekend I'm blackness. I'm there, I'm there, man. Yeah. Right, right. So he just, I guess we just got to leave a spot open for him. See I did ask him, was seat. he still on the show? I said, are you still going to be on the show? And he said, if we'll have him. So I don't know. I got to think about it. Yeah, and you you know it's a black podcast, Jonathan. If folks airing out grievances against one another, and, and <laughs> this seems to be our usual occurrence. Like this week in blackness is usually like, what's the podcast beef this week? Because somebody always got something. Hey, apparently. Yeah, yeah. But all right, so we're going to get into these topics. And I'm going to say it right now. Get it out the way. This is going to be our most racist episode ever. Racist. Ever. Racist, racist. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> so racist. I'm just like, man, it was it's so many racist topics in here. But okay. Yeah. Let's but start off. But we're living in a post racial society, so oh, yeah, I don't yeah, know what yeah. you guys are talking about. We're all equal. Yeah, no that. more racism. <laughs> we're all equal. Yeah. Oh, I do want to say this. I wanna do want to say this before yeah, yeah. we start. And this is gonna be the anti racist part of the show. There's only anti racist part, although it's about Trump, so it's really racist. So I do want to say I'm gonna give credit to Trump. He pardoned a lady that we talked about last week. Oh yeah, week. yeah, that's right. And we all said that he wouldn't, and he did, and I think he still did it for selfish reasons or whatever, but he pardoned her. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get do this one time, say, yo, he get his props for doing that. Kim Kardashian, and I will point out Ryan, you and Paul were saying that she was worthless and she had no talent, whatever. <laughs> I stayed out of that part of the discussion. She got it done. She got it done. So 
Shout out to Kim Kardashian, and good job to Trump for doing that little pardon thing. That's all I got to say about that. Now, what she did yeah, to she definitely re- redeemed herself. Trump to do that, but I'm going to just leave that there. <laughs> I'm going to leave that right there. <laughs> I'm sure she just offered her something from her clothing line right, or right, some makeup, right. something like that, to, yeah, to his wife. So that's all it is. All right, so our, our first uh, racist story of the evening is a uh, man arrested for threatening uh, to bomb the black Harvard graduation ceremony. Uh, Harvard students, black Harvard students uh, get together uh, during graduation time and they have a separate uh, graduation with a pro-black agenda. And for whatever reason, young uh, Nicholas Zuckerman, uh, he didn't like it. He didn't like it at all. And he says that if the blacks, if the blacks only ceremony happens, then I encourage violence and death at it Mm. is what he wrote on the Harvard Instagram post, um, you know, uh, uh, back in May last year. But they finally found the dude this Friday. So that's why it's news now. Uh, He was giving out some specific threats. He said, I'm thinking two automatics with an extendo clips uh, just so no nigger gets away. Mm. So, this is what we're dealing with <laughs> out here. Blacks, you know, this is uh, graduating white black. I think we can call it that. So, did did y'all get a chance or did y'all hear about this story at all? Um, you know, it just happened on Friday, really, that they caught the guy. Right. Uh, nah. Had y'all heard about it? Yeah. John, thank nah, God. I, I didn't hear first. about this story until you guys brought it to me just uh, today, actually. But, uh, yeah, just... <laughs> Just reading it. Actually, this, interestingly enough, may be like the safest story or the calmest story out of all the stories we have we <laughs> gonna talk about this evening. But, but uh, right. I'll say that because yeah. the silver lining is uh, nothing bad did go down, even though he made them threats. Yeah, Thank they, God, yes. like, they were able to stop him before he was able to get any further <laughs> Or whatever he made them threats and whatever, which is kind of crazy because I'm like, dude, if you was really thinking about doing that, like, why would you put that out on social media? Like, ain't nobody else see that. That, that was the weird thing. And, and, and your dude had a your like, dude had a hashtag. Yeah, hashtag I'm just, bomb like reading the story. I'm just like, like if you was really about that life, why would you like alert people <laughs> unless you really felt like you know your white privilege is really gonna help you that much? But I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, looking at the video there, I didn't yeah, know Harvard did this like special graduation. I'm looking, I'm like, dang, this kind of lit. <laughs> I want to be at their graduation. <laughs> right. And right. see, I'm I'm about to place a call to the FBI myself, and I'm gonna ask them to investigate the whereabouts of alt-right poppy and the black ryan uh on this this particular day because and and ryan even said it before we started the show when they were playing swag surfing he's like what what is this mess so y'all been so anti-lit graduation i think y'all may have had a role to play in this no stop it where where were you at where were you at i didn't say i didn't say what what was this mess i said why how trying to find out how old this story was because they were playing swag you thought 
I'm old. Yeah, you, you thought Swag Surfer was two years old. Don't listen to Swag Surfer. Yeah, so I was like, why they playing this old song? I figured y'all had a new song, a Drake song. Nah, Swag Surfer. Nah, this, that's it. You know? Don't y'all got some Takashi? No, we don't. No, we don't mess with Takashi Six Nine Teriyaki sauce, whatever. <laughs> I don't respect that dude at all. Yeah. No, we do not mess with him. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's all I was saying. I don't have a problem with the song. It's fine. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. Go ahead, man. Yeah, and you were talking about the, you know, the black ceremony. And a lot of schools have this. A lot of, you know, just public schools will have a separate graduation for, or not a graduation, but just a ceremony for black students or for uh, Latina students or just different cultures because then you get to embrace that culture. If you have, especially at Harvard, where I don't know what Harvard's probably 0.05% black, so those black students are going to get lost in the shuffle at Harvard. But if you really want to be able to celebrate your culture, to acknowledge those students individually, then they have just a little separate event. It's not a graduation, but it's just a, you know, a little ceremony just to honor those students. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But again, when you talk about bomb Harvard, you know, that hashtag or why would he put it on social media? just the age we live in today and we'll see in some other stories it's like people are just more emboldened in this current climate this current culture uh that they they want it to be on social media they want everybody to know that hey I hate yeah because you put people. a hashtag up because you want people to hashtag with you right. you want people to be able to follow the hashtag and uh you know that's how, how the races are these days yep yep but shout out to harvard for having a little lit graduation. I know, Ryan, you don't like it. You're not a fan of it, but I'm all <laughs> yeah, for it. Yeah, even saw a lady with a baby yeah, swag surfing. Uh, yeah, I was like, ooh. <laughs> hey, she graduated from Harvard. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah. All right. So, our next story. We I don't know, man. This one ain't going to be kid-friendly. I'm gonna have to cover the kids' no, ears. No. Yeah, no, no, yeah. We should have given that. Maybe I should I bleep out the beginning. Should I bleep them all out? Like, I don't know. Right. Parental <laughs> advisory yeah. is advised for this show because it's a lot right. of n words that are gonna be dropped in this show. All right, and uh, Ishmael named this one. I hate you, nigger. <laughs> so Ishmael, I, tell us about this story. Well, let me say, I didn't name it. That that is. The name that uh, was given, that is the phrase that was said. This happened where else but in Florida, uh, South Daytona particularly. So there's a gentleman, there's a black guy by the name of Ronald Sweet. He was outside one day just waxing and washing his silver 2002 Mercury. I think it was a... um, Oh, Grand Marquis, it kind of appears to be from the photo. But Mr. Sweet was out washing his car, and all of a sudden his neighbor just came up to him. Let's see, what's his neighbor's name? Joseph Minor, 56 years old. Uh, He came out. He told Mr. Sweet that he was tired of him being flashy in his 2002 Mercury Grand Marquis. (laughs) And he said... I hate you, nigger. Or I, I imagine, I imagine he went, 
I hate you, nigger. And, uh, so after a verbal altercation, you can imagine that if somebody just walked up to you and said those words, that you're going to have some choice words back. So after a verbal altercation, it says, Sweet went back in the house with his boo and was like, you know what? I don't even got time for this. We, we just going to ignore this racist dude, this racist neighbor. We're going to ignore him. And all of a sudden, about 10 minutes later, it was about 12.35 a.m., he heard an explosion. Explosion. And what happened is his neighbor set his car on fire. So, his, you mean he set his Mercury on fire? His 2002 Mercury, and it his was his luxury, luxury well, Mercury. Yeah, yeah. And okay. and Paul asked when we shared the story. Paul asked, "Was it sitting on 22s?" I don't know <laughs> if those are 22s in the picture. We will post this. We will post the uh, link in the show notes. But yeah, they're at least 20s. I mean, if you are, if you washing, you know, if you are outside washing, especially at night. A 2002 Mercury, you know it got to have some rims on it because anybody else is just driving that thing straight through the gas station car wash. So you know it has <laughs> some rims on it. Um, but yeah, what do, what do y'all think about this? So like like you said, Jonathan, before that last story, it was really just a threat. This story, this guy actually like set his car on fire and blew his car up, and they said there was uh it's like five thousand dollars worth of damage on it. So, oh, and and I will, let me uh, finish the story. So the guy was arrested, uh, but they said they were not going to charge him with a hate crime. They said he was just drunk, and so they charged him basically there with, we like, go. destruction of property. Nothing to worry about, yeah. fellas. Nothing to worry oh, about. Oh, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I was waiting for. I was wondering, see, that's the thing. Um, what were they going to charge him with? <laughs> and, of course, uh, he gets a, a, a slap on the wrist course as uh, sadly enough to be expected <laughs> yeah they the charge the formal charge was arson causing damage to a structure and criminal mischief and damage mm, to property of one thousand dollars or more oh mischief it's it's never a hate crime <laughs> ever when is anybody charged with a hate crime? I don't know what you have to do. He's you can a, murder somebody, holler out nigger, and it's okay. It's not a hate crime. It's just a crime. He was just drunk. He was just yeah. drunk. He, uh, he was drunk he was like T.I. was drunk. Yep. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And uh, he also, uh, he, t- he told the cops that he didn't think they would do anything about those drug dealers. So, of course, he said they were drug dealers. Because they were out there flossing their 2002. This that's what makes your story funny. Like that. Like all I can do is just laugh at the story. Like, dude, you hating on somebody with a 2002 Mercury? <laughs> I would <laughs> understand if you had like a new Dodge Challenger or something like that <laughs> with some nice rims. Right, right. I would I would like to remind remind the listeners that it's 2018. 18. This car is 16 years old. This is great. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't I don't know what to say. Other than hey. it's, it's politics as usual. It's uh, racist white folks as usual. It's America with three Ks. <laughs> this is wild. I don't know. This yeah, is wild. Right. But don't don't worry. Don't worry, there's no racism in America. It's better None. than it was 50 yeah. years oh. ago. So, we're good. 
Yeah, so now the black people have no reason to complain. Um, yeah, and it, this is definitely not a hate crime. Not a hate yeah, crime. About, I hate you, nigger. What? I blow up your car. Could have set your house on fire. Hmm. Yep. I'm good. What about your black privilege? What about black on black <laughs> crime? Yeah. <laughs> what about black on black crime? Yeah. Right. And I did. I did look at South Daytona. Like I said. It was no surprise to me that this happened in Florida because it seems like just always something janky happens in Florida. But like South Daytona, the police captain had just like resigned unexpectedly over something. I really couldn't find out what it was about. It was some type of chase. But the uh, the police chief who was there maybe two two months before this happened just suddenly resigned because there was a criminal investigation into him. So um would bet that this is something that has been happening uh, in that police department. This isn't an isolated incident. And, you know, that's not only in Florida because we see that happen here in St. Louis. We see that happen in Baltimore. We see this type of thing happen a lot. But, um, yeah, just makes you feel safe that when stuff like that happens, even though he was arrested, but that you you won't call it hate crime. Just call it what it is, man. You you can't get more yeah, obvious yeah. than that. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, we we talked about Florida. So let's let's bring it back home. All of us are from St. Louis or in St. Louis right now, living, and so maybe things are better here. I don't know. Let's see the next topic. Missouri waitress fired after nigger hunting video. <laughs> yep. And uh, we will also post this link. This is something that is uh, fresh off of the wire pretty much. I think this actually happened today, or at least the story broke today. And so what was really interesting about this, Ryan, I know you work down south, and I live down south, and we've had some discussions about that. And I told you, I think, that there there's like a line. When it comes to South County, there's a line, which is like, once you get past this line, it gets a little sketchy. And where this happened, it happened at a place, well, this is not where this happened, but where this young lady works is at a place called Social Bar and Grill. And that is really pretty much right on that line I was talking about, because that's right at Revis Barracks in like 55. And once you get past Revis Barracks, that's when it gets a little sketchy. So you anyway, know what? I, was, I can say from experience, it does get a little cold once you get over there. Yep. Totally changes. Go ahead. Sorry. Yep. So uh, basically what happened is this young lady, let me find her name here, Tabitha, she goes by Tabby, Duncan. Uh, somebody posted this to the Snapchat and again, this is folks just being bold with their racism. And so they're snapping. They're in a, a truck on a dirt road in the middle of the night, which is, is white. These are real sketch. Real sketch. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. And so uh, one person in the truck says, hey, so we going to go nigger hunting tonight or what? And another guy says, yeah, we're going nigger hunting. We're effing nigger hunting right now, huh? And then this is when uh, Tabitha Duncan, who uh, at this point I think is the only person who has been identified, and she says, 
You get them niggers. And she said it just like that. So this was posted to a Snapchat. Now somebody who is not down with that N-word being thrown around or the idea of hunting uh, black folks that was not down with it, they posted it to Facebook out in the public. And of course, which we've seen happen a lot, the internet sleuths went to work and they identified this young lady. So she was fired from her job. She was a waitress at this social bar and grill. She got fired from there. Uh, there's also been some late-breaking news that she may be an Air Force Reserve person. She's a reserve airman in the Air Force. So the Air Force has said that they are doing an investigation into it as well. So it looks like this racist is being brought down. But, uh, Ryan, I guess we'll start with you first. What did you think about this story, just this whole idea of these— uh, she's 20, so these 20-year-old— White people just going around talking about, hey, we're about to go nigger hunting. Well, since Paul's not here, I'm going to be alt-right Ryan. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to say that she's young. She's young. Her friends and her, they're out having a good time. No black people. They're just white people. And, you know, they were a little intoxicated. Uh, They were doing drugs, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, they just said some things they shouldn't have said. At least that's what they're going to tell us, right? Right. Um, you know, they just made a mistake. Uh, they have black friends or, you know, they've never used the N word, no. whatever it is. They'll say, even though they just said it a hundred thousand times, I want to know what exactly is nigger hunting. That's what I really want to know. Right. What are you normally doing when you nigger hunting and not getting caught? Or, are y'all, I don't even know what they do. Uh, Go ahead. I mean, like the, the scene was set, like, <laughs> When Ishmael was uh, detailing the story, it was like, uh, it was at nighttime in Missouri, South Missouri at that, um, on a dark road in a pickup truck. <laughs> sounds like it sounds like somewhere none of us want to be, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean it, I, would you want to be out there? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Like, the scene was set. Like, are they... <laughs> Uh, I mean, it felt like, hey, are they, the, are the table is set for Are they just harassing the, people? No, no nigga, basically. <laughs> I don't know. The, I mean, I'm, I'm speechless again. I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the crazy thing is, you know, we we laughing and we're joking about it, but this is 2018, like you said, Ryan. Right. This isn't. 1965 this is 1918 it's 2018 and this is in one week where we just had these basically three back-to-back stories of this type of behavior yeah yeah and and she's 20 20 years old so man like we keep saying and i remember as a kid we would always say Oh, well, you know, by the time we get older, you know, no. the racist people all be dead. Uh, Not a you know, I'm sure at some point, like Ishmael, I'm sure we had that conversation. Like, no, look, all the white people around us, they cool. So, you know, right. they like us and it'll all die off eventually once the old white people die. Why is it still old going old white on? people teach younger white they people racist tendencies. <laughs> That's why. 
is it being taught though? Yeah, why I mean, would seriously? you? I don't know. I, I I wonder sometimes. Like, is it really? I mean, I don't know. Or you just are you just sitting at the table and y'all just be like, look, when you see a black person, I don't, I don't know if it's quite like that. But... <laughs> Do they have a a diagram? I mean, I don't know. I don't know how the tables, <laughs> dinner yeah, table I mean, kids. Talking, but I mean, it's obviously, you know, it's obviously being passed down. <laughs> if we're in 2018, it can't be. Unless you're just learning this through osmosis, or you were just yeah. born with it. <laughs> not, not osmosis. Maybe yeah. they are just born with it. Never thought Maybe about that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I was just born that way. I mean, when when you look at kids and how they develop, I mean, a lot of that is just what they witness. They pay attention. You know, it's like with language, you don't necessarily teach kids how to talk. Now, at some point, you do teach words and they go to school and all of that. But kids learn how to talk just from listening to you talk. So kids learn how to be social from watching their parents be social. So that's why... So oftentimes, you can have, like, let's say you have a white family or white parents, mother and father, and they may not even be, quote unquote, racist, but they may be uncomfortable around black people. So they don't really have any close black friends. Like, they may be friendly towards black people, but eh, we're not going to let them get too close. Well, kids pick up on that. So now their kids are uncomfortable around black people because they never see their parents really interacting with black people. So kids just pick up on stuff like that. And then when you look at the overtly racist people, the the kids notice that. The kids hear the parents say the N-word or the kids see their parents supporting this ridiculous stuff that Trump says. And I will say that this uh, young lady, she was a avid Trump supporter. She loved Trump, but... That's probably just coincidence because Trump is not racist, but she loved Trump. (laughs) Now, one thing I do want to, a little wrinkle that I want to ask you guys about. Like I said, she was fired from her job. Uh, They said, you know, they put out a statement basically saying uh, we were aware of these vile and disgusting uh, video made. She was fired. Doesn't represent our views, yada, yada. But I was looking on their Facebook page, and I kept seeing people making comments that were basically saying, Oh, man, you can't read the comments. Well, now you want to do that, but what about at first when you were um, putting out a cease and desist? So, you know, I did my little internet sleuthing, and I guess the first person who commented or who made the post of course, they attached it to her job because that's what we do. Once you figure out who it is, you go after a job, they get fired, yada, yada. But people were posting the comments on there, and initially, the owner or whoever runs a Facebook account was saying, hey, stop posting this on our page, or we're going to hit you with a cease and desist. We're going to contact our attorneys, you know, mm-hmm. basically leave us alone. So what do you feel about that response? Is that a legitimate response? Is it business? You don't want to be tied to your racist employees. Or did they basically, I don't know, did they handle that wrong initially and only fire her once it started to get picked up by national news sources? Um, I don't 
I don't know. I, I mean, it is. I mean, this climate it is kind of bad for business. I mean, especially what we saw with the Roseanne thing or whatever the whole Roseanne situation or whatever is. I mean, if it's hurting the bottom line, it's just like, hey, you gotta go. <laughs> that's how, that's how I feel. But whether or not they did it because they they feel like she was totally wrong. Or they did it because they got, you know, it was getting noticed on a national level or whatever. You never know. But either way, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> like I said, it's, it's, it's whatever. Because, like I said, it, it goes back. If you're going to hurt a bottom line, you're going to be out of here <laughs> pretty much. You can't be associated with you right now. Right. Uh, I don't know. I guess that is a good question. I think, uh, if I were an employer of any kind of establishment and then I find out that something like that is happening with one of my employees, uh, the cease and desist wouldn't be the first thing that I would think about. Um, cause normally, you know, you know, the normal routine is you got to get in front of it. You got to, uh, you know, discipline the person some kind of way, uh, you know, until you investigate, uh, you know, you usually say, well, we're investigating this and we'll get back to you. And then in a couple of days or so, then you say what you're going to do. And in this case, she was terminated. Um, I, it would not be a place if I were to be, if it were somewhere near me or somewhere I frequented, I would not go back there. Uh, based on that response um, because if they don't they don't want that information to get out they really probably weren't going to do anything about it I don't think now you know maybe maybe I'm uh, I'm adding I'm just pulling it out of my butt <laughs> but uh, I'm pretty sure that was probably going to be their response they just they didn't care at first and they didn't think it was going to be anything big and once it became something big then yes now we have to uh, start putting out fires yeah, and there's it's been an interesting an interesting array of responses that I've seen just scanning Twitter and Facebook and things because you see some people like even black people that say hey we glad that you fired her so quickly next time I'm in St Louis or next time I'm in the area I'm gonna come support your business and then you see other people you know like hey if she racist and she was working there then y'all must be racist too so you see the whole thing. Uh, where people, some people are for it, some people are against them. I've seen people say that the owners are Trump supporters too. You know, if you do look at the pictures on there, I think I saw one black girl, and that was like the tenth or twelfth picture that I saw. Um, but it's it's not a very diverse area. This is a place, like I said, not too far from where I live. It's eleven minutes. Uh, when I looked on there, and I actually, I've never seen that particular business, but I pass that area all the time. Like, I, when I get off the highway, I go, I drive right past it often. So, um, just very interesting. It does make me want to go there one day just to check <laughs> it out. But it would have Roll to be. Roll the dice. Right. It would have to be a like very on the edge. bright, sunny afternoon. It's not near darkness. Uh, you better watch your back. But I'm going to go take a. I'm going to go take a selfie over there and post it on Snapchat or Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's what I feel like you almost have to do at this point. 
is just when you got uh, something racist like that, you just get a group of black people and just go take take over the establishment. And you don't even have to be ignorant. Just like, hey, we just coming to show we out here. Y'all want to hunt niggas? Never heard nobody. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, so I think we have we escaped all of the uh, we escaped all the nigger stories. I don't. Well, no, I'm I'm just talking about the 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 nigger stories. I think we we made it through. Yeah, I don't see I don't see any any niggers in this story. So I think we're safe. So y'all can uncover the kids' ears. Right, everybody, check yourself. You ain't got no bullet wounds, right? We we emerged out of that unscathed, right? All right, right, Ryan, go and take us home. Let's move to uh, my my former, uh, I guess, home during college, Memphis. This is is a story from uh, the commercial appeal. I'm reading from the USA Today story, though. Uh, A grandmother was recently charged with child neglect. Um, I don't know how to pronounce her name. (laughs) Lamami? Lamami? Is that her name? Lemony, lemony snickets. I like it. Okay. Uh, Lamami Cheeks, who is 62, was charged Sunday with two counts of child endangerment after a bystander saw her unlatching two grandchildren from a pet kennel. Hmm. I looked at the video on this. I I saw this the other day, and uh, it was one of those stories where I I didn't believe it. I was like, clearly there had they it was a misunderstanding, you know. Maybe the kid was playing in there, you know. Nobody could have possibly done that to their children on purpose, but no. Uh, uh, grandmother, <laughs> grandmama cheeks, she did put her kids back there on purpose. Uh, they said they interviewed her and she admitted that she was riding from uh, Whitehaven, um, aka Blackhaven, to Collierville uh, with her children in the kennel. Um, she told this to the police. She said that she would check on the children uh, periodically, and later she removed them from the kennel and let them sit in the back seat. Um, apparently, they said it was you know it was ninety five degrees. I guess they were doing some some ripping and running across town, and uh, they went downtown. They went to Collierville, and none of those places are very close in Memphis. And if you ever been to Memphis, there is one highway that goes around Memphis. Other than that, you driving on the street. So it ain't really a, a super quick way to get there. Um, so the fact that this lady just left her, her grandkids in the car is is crazy. Uh, but in a pet kennel, no doubt. So these two little black girls uh, on the video, uh, or at least one little black girl, gets out the kennel. Um, man, these this is for real are the craziest stories we've ever had on this podcast. <laughs> it's so many things that I don't even have nothing to say to because it's so crazy. Um, man, Jonathan, what you think? Like, again, all, all I can do is laugh. I mean, laugh at the uh, craziness of these stories. Um, the funny thing is, like how, like, like how calm the kid was hopping out of the kill. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's it's how like, she always she out of it like it was nothing. It's like she just took a seatbelt off. <laughs> she was like, I do this every day, B. <laughs> what you mean? I mean, oh, I mean, she, yeah. she just hit the ground running. She literally popped out and was like, all right, what, what's next, grandma? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, right. I still can't determine if this this grandma is white or black. 
Like, I, I can't, I don't know if you guys saw the picture of her, but I thought she was white at first glance, and then... Yeah, I looked at that picture. I was like, nah, she might be light skinned with that with a funny name that Lemony. I don't even know how to say her name. Lemami, Lemony, Lemony, because that's the best I can come up with. That's what I'm calling. But uh, yeah, I'm like, I don't know. She may be black with a Lemami first name. I don't know, but it's crazy the way. She live. I mean, she okay. she live in black. I, I don't so know Memphis like this, so I'm gonna take. Your- she just she just like ski. Yeah, it's called it's, it's called Haven. White Haven, but you know everybody gotcha. call it Black Haven because it's all black people. So, yep, another white flight situation there. And she work at FedEx, or she used to work at FedEx. Although everybody in Memphis work at FedEx, right? Oh, I know. Because ain't well, no especially else to work. all the black people work at FedEx. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What what you think, Ishmael? I don't I don't really know what we can. Uh, I don't know, man. What you think? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Is as racist as it sounds. Of course, when I heard a dog kennel, then I just knew I was like, "Oh, this is a white, this is a white story." Because I can't even fathom, you know, black families putting kids in in dog kennels uh, or dog. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, just a little cage or whatever. Yeah, it is a kennel. Um, but I saw the little black girl crawl out, and I'm just like, like, what's what's going on? What what makes you do that? And I guess her story was that the car was full, the back seat was full, and she had just bought some dogs or had some dogs in the car, so she just, just stuffed them in there. Um, I'm sure if you can put kids in a kennel, you could have put whatever was in the back seat in the kennel, or the by kennel. the kennel, right. or right, or stack something. them on top of each other, even. Who knows? Um, but it's it's just a sad thing, man, that people do, and this isn't really a white or black thing, but every summer you see kids get left in hot cars, you know, or you see animals get left in hot cars. Um, yeah as well but you know especially for kids and how old were these kids again it was was it like 12 and 13 or i know they were one year apart i, even, see. I don't think they were that old yeah oh, the seven and eight seven and eight yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so a seven-year-old and an eight-year-old not only do you put her in a kennel which is just has to be embarrassing and who knows i mean maybe a kid at that age you think oh this is an adventure but you know, right? But you know, by the time they get older, they're gonna think back and just uh, be like, "How how could you do this?" So I'm I'm glad again. Talk about social media a lot. I'm glad that somebody had the wherewithal to take a video of this uh, to share that out um, because I don't think that this was a one-time event. Like you said, she looked it comfortable hopping out she of there. She was extra calm getting out. You know, if it if it really was something where this was just a one-time thing, maybe you say it's a bad idea, but, you know, maybe she don't. But this just seemed like it, it's something that's been going on. And when you're dealing with the heat, when you're dealing with just the kids that age, it's just it's just a terrible idea. It's, it's just awful. Hey, did y'all see the video where they were talking to her uh, her neighbors? 
No, I didn't. So see the reporters, that. if you go further down in the story, the reporters go to her, uh, or maybe it was just another link that I saw, but they they were going to her neighbors' houses and asking them, you know, like who is this lady, what type of person is she, et cetera, et cetera, and like the neighbors' reactions were exactly like we, like ours is. Like they kind of looked at it and they was like surprised, and then they kind of laughed, like what is this? Like I can't believe this is happening. You know, uh, the one lady said that she was helping her, uh, helped her one time, and she was always nice, and her, you know, like a, her mother had dementia, and she was helping her, you know, help her find her and stuff like that, and the other neighbors were all, you know, everybody had good stories to tell about the lady, so, like, you just you just never know. I mean, I hope this was a one-time situation, but I doubt it. It's like, if you got the mental where you're going to put a kid in a kennel at any point in time, man, they probably in the kennel at the crib. They probably, uh, their punishment is to get in the kennel or something like that, or worse. And I just, I feel for the kids, man, where this is their life. Right. My bad. I guess I made it super dark. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's just, it's hard to figure out what even to say about it because it's just so weird and random that somebody would do that, that you almost, you just don't even know what to say. But I guess... My question would be, so what's the weirdest or oddest place that your parents have put you in or that your parents have? <laughs> what? Uh, or the weirdest predicament that your parents made you do, uh, whether it was riding in the car or whatever. <laughs> what's the statute of limitations? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm cool. Because uh, I remember. Jonathan, you can go first if you got something, but go ahead, Ish. I was going to say, I remember, and this this isn't a parent, you know, saying my mother, but I remember, like, back in the day, going to hoop or going to the park or whatever, I used to go to this little, uh, this basketball in Chicago Butts, and they would come through in, like, a Volkswagen Beetle, or later it was, like, a station wagon, and you have a station wagon, it'd be, like, 15 kids in there, you know, packed in like sardines, and now, if that happened... You know, people would be frowned upon, you know. But back in the day, like, that's that's just what was life. Like, that was normal. It was just like, hey, they coming to round up all the kids. Let's get in there. We got 5, 10, 15, 17 kids in this little bitty car. But we going where we need to go. So um, just wondering if y'all have had any experiences like that or just weird, weird things like this. Jonathan, yeah. you're probably too young for anything like this. You you grew up in the age of no, everything no, was no, abuse. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no you're not going to slander the millennials right now. <laughs> Would not allow that. Would not allow the millennials slander. But this isn't a story about my parents. This is actually funny enough. It's a story about my grandmother. Oh, uh, yeah. We... I, like a lot of black kids, uh, we spent uh, me and my brother, uh, our cousins, we spent a lot of time at our grandparents' house or whatever, like weeks. A lot of times, like, even our cousins, they used to live with our grandparents for uh, like maybe even a year or two. But uh, but yeah, like uh, the summertime or whatever, it was me, my brother, and my cousin or whatever. Me and my cousin, we we're close in age. Uh, I'm trying to think what age were we? We, you know, we couldn't have been older than like 12. 
and my brother, he was maybe what? Nah, nah, we was probably like ten, and my brother was maybe about six. And like my grandma was in a rush to get us, you know, to whatever destination we was going. So we had the house playing around. She had enough, and she just made all of us take a shower together. <laughs> it was like the craziest experience. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't know. I was scarred at the end. <laughs> oh, man. It was, I was trying to, I think we was, a, yeah, I want to say we was around 10, 11, or 12. So we were around the age the puberty is about to creep up. So, so it was like, wow. Like, he's like, where my wife? No, we don't want to take a shower together or whatever. But she forced us to take a shower together. And then she was watching us and stuff. It was, I don't know, it was horrible. Me and my cousins and my brother, we laugh about it to this day, but it was a wild experience. Yeah. yeah. See, she was do. just nah, trying to save that water. Can't have crazy. 10 kids taking a shower. Yeah, I, it's like, Separately. Nah. Uh, what about you, Ryan? I'm going to say... That, of course, uh, as a kid, you know, there were no SUVs. Uh, we, we couldn't afford no minivans. And you just had to come and go in the car that you had. And generally, we would always flip-flop cars. You know what I'm saying? Like, if my if my mom went over uh, aunt's house then and we went somewhere else, the aunt might drive again. You know, and we would do it that way. Nobody drove both ways because we had to save that gas money, even though gas was... A dollar. <laughs> a gallon. So I remember plenty of times us going over my May May house. Shout out to Aunt May May, Auntie May May. Um, she had a car which was, it was called a rabbit. Do you remember rabbits? I remember rabbits. Ish. Yes. So she had, she had a white rabbit, which is a super small car. And it was me, my sister, uh, her two kids, and we probably had, you know, some other random friends or something. But it, it had to be probably at least five or six of us trying to pile in the back of the White Rabbit. Not enough space in there. You know, it literally had two seat belts. It didn't have three because it didn't have that middle piece. Right. <laughs> it, was just, it was just two seats. And so somebody was sitting on somebody's lap. And somebody else was sitting on somebody else's lap. And somebody else was probably on the floor. You know what I'm saying? That's how it was. And you had to scoot your seat up if you was driving or you was in the passenger seat. And that's kind of just how we got around. But, you know, those were the times. You know, we had air conditioning. We was driving. We wasn't walking. You know, but, uh, you know, the cops didn't bother you back then about stuff like that. So, uh, different day and age. You know, I lived through it. I'm I'm glad it was there because I can appreciate having a a three-seater back seat (laughs) or SUV or a minivan and you know, seats that, that are all motorized and stuff like that, man, we got to appreciate those things. Yeah, like I remember back in the day when you were riding in the back of a truck, and I'm trying to think of who oh, yeah. had a truck. Yeah, but definitely. Somebody had a pickup truck, and me and my cousin, you know, we'd just be sitting sitting in the back of the truck. It'd be like three, four of us in the back of the truck. There's no top. How about, no... How, about, how about sitting on the side of the back of the truck? Yep, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, he's sitting on the <laughs> yeah, side. Yeah, he wasn't sitting down. You sitting Pops on the side. Pops would be like, no, get off that rail. He'd be like, no, nah, this is yeah. fun. You leaning on the roof. <laughs> get out. Yeah, that was good days. Good and times, of, good times. Of course, there was a time I fell out of a moving vehicle. This was not a truck. 
but it's getting a little bit off of off topic, but I might as well tell it. So I was uh, going somewhere. I was in my dad's car, me and my cousin, Tiffany. Shout out to Tiffany. And I'm just sitting there playing with the door handle. Don't know why. And my pops kept telling me, hey, quit playing with that door handle. I'm like, the door locked. Like, there's nothing happening. So we in the city, uh, off like Kings Highway and actually I think Natural Bridge and Kings Highway. We're about to make a left. And um, he's at a stoplight. And I'm just sitting here playing with the door handle, playing with the door handle. And so the light turned green, and he started to roll. Well, I pulled the door handle, and the door opened. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, yes, I went flying out on the middle of the street. So my dad, he, he drives forward, and my cousin, like, screams, like, we call my dad, uh, well, we, she screamed for my dad. And so he stopped the car. So as soon as he stopped, I'm tripping because I'm like, I know I'm about to get a butt whooping. So when I fell out the car, like he rolled forward and he stopped, I jumped back in the car like quick and shut the door. And so I'm just sitting there. I got my hands on my lap and I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> like mm, what happened? And so when I was jumping in the car, my dad was jumping out the car. So. He didn't uh-huh. immediately see me, so he's thinking he rolled over me. So he's, like, on his oh, hands and no. knees looking underneath the car, like, ish, ish. And I'm just sitting in the car, like, I'm not about to say a word. I'm <laughs> acting like nothing happened. And so <laughs> eventually he, you know, he realizes I'm in the car. And so I don't even think I got a whooping about that. But we still laugh and talk about that today because he was literally starting to drive when this light turned green, when the door opened and I literally rolled out the car, got up, hopped back in the car, and he thought he done ran me over. So, Pops, I apologize for that. I'm sure I scared the mess out of you. But uh, kids, don't play with me. You get the safety lock. Damn little kids. <laughs> right. Yeah. The joints was yeah, not invented. was before safety locks back yeah. then. There was no <laughs> childproof windows. They didn't stop halfway. See, y'all millennials right. don't know what it's like to I have think your life I'm on probably, the line. I'm probably the reason that safety locks <laughs> were invented, actually. Yeah. Y'all got to know, when we was out here in these streets, every day was a possible day to die. <laughs> See, y'all don't know because we, we didn't protect everything for you. You can't even open the cabinet door when you a baby. <laughs> oh, Lord. And see, that, that's, why I'm, that's why I'm glad we got Jonathan on the show because I told y'all – Y'all, y'all some old fogies, man. And even though I'm actually the oldest on the show, we did need some <laughs> some young energy on the show to balance out some of this old headedness that we got. And that's that's myself included. So definitely appreciate you for coming on, young John. Still safe out here in these streets. So so as we, <laughs> facts. Yeah, mass shooters. We, we look at the first three stories <laughs> yeah, that we did. Getting thrown in kills, <laughs> right. kills and all that. Cars <laughs> being set on fire. Exactly. So, so Jonathan, once again, man, we're gonna give you an opportunity to plug the Taste Test podcast. Tell people where they can find you at, um, or any other things yeah, that you want to uh, plug you can about. Follow uh, Taste Test podcast on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and on Twitter. On Twitter is a little different. It's called Taste Test Pod. Uh, we're also on YouTube. Uh, at Taste Test Pod as well on SoundCloud, Anchor, Pocket Cast, all these other Podbeam, all that for real, like um, Stitcher as well. 
Yeah, we're we're trying to figure out what's going on with our uh, Apple podcast or whatever. We only got two episodes, even though we have a total of ten. You don't have to figure that out, but yeah, you can follow us all on those other uh, social media and uh, podcast platforms at Taste Test Podcast. I got y'all down, so I'm gonna check y'all out uh, sometime this week. Yeah, we get a little raw and then cut a little yeah, bit, been... uh, so you might have to. If you got kids, don't. <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> suggest your kids listen to us. But yeah, I don't. I don't play no podcast with my kids in the car except for my own. Because every uh, all the rest of them, you never know. Yeah, <laughs> definitely check out our latest episode. We talked about the new Kanye West uh, album. That's our latest episode, and then. Uh, then we're going to be uploading a new one this week as well. Where we're going to have a guest artist on. But yeah, that's oh, okay. us. Maybe. So so when do I get to come on and spit some bars, man? I need, I need to do a freestyle podcast, man. You gotta so have, just, just let me know. You got to actually have give some me my work date. as an artist. Yo, we do. We had we had so many songs. Is you <laughs> ain't told them? You ain't told us about our rap careers, man? I I not yet, man. Not yet, man. I, you had to had to lay it on them piece by piece. Know. You know, you he wasn't ready y'all for don't that like Nas, so. so I don't know if I can acumen. <laughs> I don't know. Y'all don't like Illmatic. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. I'm, I'm pretty sure half the country don't like <laughs> you. You are dirty. <laughs> People don't talk about you it. Are dirty. I don't understand y'all. Oh my. What's what's real quick, Jonathan? What's the best album in two thousand eighteen? Uh, this is really early right now. I can't. So far, give me one. I'm gonna say me three. I'm, and okay, say I, I got one. Definitely, I got definitely one. ain't that yay because I listen to three yeah, songs. Yeah, I got and one. It it's called The Book of Ryan by uh, Ah Yes. Royce the Ah Bible Yes. And then after that, me. I got Daytona by Thank Push you. Your T and everything else. Okay. See, because I keep trying to get Ishmael on Royce. Royce. He ain't been feeling him. I mean, his his rhyme style is so much different now since uh, he said that he uh, went to that play. A lot more older yeah. and mature now. Like, yeah. Especially on this one. He really yeah, detailed album, a lot of stuff in his life. The album is dope, though. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll check out the new one. Especially if you're talking about I like Yeah, you stuff. should like, like it. Authentic you talk about stuff, uh, you know, from your time. Ish, you be able to relate. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so so far. In I say I don't have no beef with Royce. I think Royce is a talented artist. Like I listen to his stuff. I'm just not like Ryan is is all Royce. Like he Ryan say he's like one of the top five, and I'm like I'm not going there with it. But uh, yeah, I got no beef with Royce. So anyway, let's let's go ahead and wrap this up. I guess I will just. Uh, introduce myself with the ending. Ishmael, where so can they find us? Want to follow? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to find the Black Delegates, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Black Delegates. There is an underscore between Black and Delegates. We are also on the Facebook. We are at Black Delegates Pod. If you want to follow Ryan on Twitter, he is at the Black Ryan. If you want to follow me, I am at Ish Creates. Ryan, if people want to listen, if they want to recommend us to folks, where can they find us? Everywhere you can listen to a podcast. I don't think every week I'm going to go through all this list. You know, it's kind of a waste <laughs> of time. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you listen to the podcast, you probably already know how to get to a podcast. 
Um, I do want to shout out our uh, the new reigning number one fan of the Black Delicates podcast, <laughs> Ishmael's mom. Oh, yeah. I just want to. I'm gonna give you a, a hand clap right now. Yes. Uh oh. I'm gonna have to take that name out. I gotta edit that. Where we at? Our it's our eight to eight. I'm gonna edit the name out. But um, uh, yeah. She has come on, and she has come on a blaze. Uh, she has taken the trophy from uh, uh, Minister Russell from my church because he was on it every day. He'd be like, hey, man, love that podcast. Right afterwards, he was like, y'all should talk about this next week. Y'all should talk about that. Like, man, love the podcast, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, but Ishmael's mom came in, and she is taking it to another level. She's on the Facebook group. She is uh, on the Facebook page. She's she's commenting. She's uh, she's talking about it on there. She's uh, you know we going got a little back and forth going a couple times. Man, she's far surpassed, Mister Russell. So uh, shout out to uh, Mama Phenom, our number one fan, mother of the podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I told y'all once I saw her follow or like the Facebook page, I said it's coming. And I'm not even, you know, I'm I'm appreciative of it. You know, my mother, she'll call me. She'll be like, oh, you know, when Paul said such and such, you know, that really made me giggle. Or she'll, she sent me a, a, I don't know if it was text or email, I think today. You know, it was like, oh, you're just so well read and I'm so proud of you. And my mother is a doting mother. Yes. So she loves the podcast. So, mama, I appreciate you for listening to it. And, uh, you know, Ryan, you need to talk to I your mom and get, get her on board, too. I'm going to tell her. You I'm going to say, Ishmael's mama <laughs> is our number one fan, and you haven't listened to not no podcast. None. <laughs> None of my family has. I'm a podcast orphan out here in these streets. Mm, mm, mm. My mama will adopt you. I, I guarantee you. Oh, okay, that. cool. So there's hope yet. What about you, Jonathan? Right. Does your mom listen to your uh, podcast? My mom, she listened to like our first episode. She she's like, yeah, I can't listen to this. Y'all y'all curse too much for me. So my mom was See? out. See? <laughs> and then my dad, he gave me like a whole like a uh, he gave me a whole uh, novel about how I should be cursing <laughs> and all this. So when the niggas and my parents, oh, dang, <laughs> and I just let them know that I, you know, I'm just still going strong with my podcast, and they they, they respect it from afar. <laughs> he like I'm grown now, mom. I can I can I can say whatever I want. Can't my I? mom, yeah. I don't, I never know my mom <laughs> to ever curse. I no matter how mad she gets, she'll never. I'll I'll never. Hopefully, I'll never see her curse a day in her life. She don't even say the n word. <laughs> That's how clean PC my mom is. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. There's something to it, man. You got to have some restraint. It it pushes you to other other levels if you don't. So, yeah. Well, I I, I say to Mama (laughs) and Papa Jonathan, if you are looking for a clean podcast where the host ain't coming up all (laughs) on the microphone, spitting out cuss words, then come over to the Black Delegates Podcast. podcast You are welcome here. We are family friendly. Now, we we did drop a lot of N-words today, but it was all direct quotes from the news. Yeah. All right. So I, I think that's it. I think we can uh, wrap it up this week. Jonathan, thank you again for being on, man, because I wasn't sure how it would go if it was just me and Ishmael talking to each other. Uh, we probably would have been off topic or we would have ran long. So that seems to be. Yeah, I appreciate y'all having so, me on. Uh, <laughs> All right. 
Yeah. Oh, did we have a black business or anything to shout out? I don't have one this week. Mm, nope, we're just going to shout out Taste Test Podcast. Okay. So make sure you check them out. Jonathan already gave you the information, and I was holding off on plugging him until he got his situation right because, like he said, it was only two episodes showing on a lot of platforms, but now they got most of that ironed out. So Taste Test Podcast, check them out, and uh, we appreciate you. We will get back with you next week. Yep, next week we're probably going to talk about why Dennis Rodman on her crying about the president giving his speech and talking to oh, Kim no. Jones. It's ridiculous. Oh, he's supposed to be friends with Kim Jones. Yes, he over there crying, man. We ain't had time to talk about it, so I'm gonna have to talk about it next week. <laughs> All right. So tune in next week. All right, peace. peace.